Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. One day, the Lord Jesus will return. Until then, the church is to remain the pillar and support of the truth. But as the day of Jesus' return approaches, Satan and false teachers will intensify their efforts to deceive. Today on Drawing Near, Paul warns us regarding falling away and false teaching in later times. Please take your Bible and join me as we turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and study faith in later times. As we prepare our hearts for today's study, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for its instruction, its correction, its warnings, its prophecy. Father, you clearly make known to us the things that we need in order to serve you with all of our hearts. You also share with us those things necessary to strengthen our faith and to keep our eyes focused on the prize, the high calling we have in Christ Jesus. Father, we look forward to the return of Christ someday. Help us to be ready when that time comes. Use this passage and passages like it to remind us, to stir us, and to guide us in preparation for that day. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In our last study together, Paul instructed Timothy regarding the church's responsibilities in the world. We are to be the pillar and support of the truth. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, Paul goes on to say, But the Spirit explicitly says, that in later times some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to return one day, and as that time approaches, we are living more and more in later times. Later times refer to those times closer to the return of Christ. Time is running out. That's the idea. And so verse 1 says the Spirit explicitly not implicitly, it's not casual, it's direct. The Spirit explicitly says that in the later times, some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Paul is not speculating here. He's drawing upon the Holy Spirit's explicit instruction regarding later times. Some are going to fall away from the faith. What does that mean to fall away from the faith? What it means is individuals who have identified themselves as Christians will be found out to not have a sincere faith. It does not mean that they were saved and then lost, but rather that they profess to be saved but never were. You say, Pastor, how do I know that? Well, we can go to Jesus' teaching on the parable of the soils as one place to see this. In the parable of the soils, Jesus says that the sower went out to sow seed. The seed is the word of God. The sower is the Holy Spirit. He scattered his seed on various soils. Some soil was good soil. Some soil was bad soil. The bad soil was either rocky. It had weeds in it. Some soil had problems with it. But only one of the soils in the parable was good soil. 
Sometimes the seed would spring up and give some kind of evidence that it was going to produce fruit. Only one of the soils that received the seed produced fruit. And it's only that which receives the seed that produces fruit that is genuine, that is the good soil. Many people hear the gospel and immediately respond. They respond not by faith, but rather they respond for other motives and intentions. We cannot look at the heart of the individual, so we do not know who is saved and who is not. But not everyone who professes faith in Christ possesses faith in Christ. You can proclaim to believe something, but not genuinely believe it. That's the problem here. And those individuals who will fall away in later times, who will be deceived, who will pay attention to deceitful spirits and receive the instructions or the doctrines of demons, are those individuals who are never genuinely Christ's. The reason that is so is because we are told that when we give our life to Christ, He holds us in His hand and He will never let go of us. We are His for all eternity. God secures those who are His by writing their name in the book of life and indwelling them with the Holy Spirit. An example of this is Judas Iscariot who had all of the outward appearances as a believer, who talked and walked like a Christian publicly, but inwardly he was a thief, he was greedy, he was prideful, and he betrayed Christ in the end. It's not that he was saved and he fell away. He was never saved to begin with, and over time, the truth of that came out. That's what we're talking about here. These individuals will be deceived by means of the hypocrisy of liars who are seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron. These hypocritical liars, they are seared. They are hardened against Christ. They believe the lies that they are proclaiming. Verse 3 tells us these are individuals who forbid marriage, which God promotes, and advocate abstaining from food, which God has created, to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth. They are going to take the word of God and they are going to twist it. They are going to take the things of God and pervert it. That's what Satan's going to do. He's going to try to turn the faith into a legalistic system of do's and don'ts. Rather than putting faith in Christ and following Jesus Christ with all of our heart, knowing the truth. Verse 4 says regarding those things that these liars will forbid, for everything created by God is good. Did you hear that? Everything created by God is good. We may pervert it. We may misuse it. We may corrupt it. But God created everything good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with gratitude. Marriage is good. Now, we can pervert intimacy, we can pervert marriage, we can promote marriage between homosexuals. This is a perversion of something God gave to be good. And we are not to reject what God has given us that is good. We are rather to receive it with gratitude. Food is good. It doesn't mean we can't overeat. It doesn't mean we can't abuse it. It doesn't mean that we can't eat certain things or drink certain things in excess. But what is given is good, and it is to be received with gratitude. That's why we give thanks for our food when we pray. 
Verse 5 emphasizes this. All of the things that God has created and that we are to receive with gratitude is sanctified by means of the word of God and prayer. Through faith, we receive what God has given. We do not corrupt it. We do not pervert it. And it is sanctified. It is set apart by means of the word of God and prayer. These are important things for us. We need to understand the Holy Spirit has warned us concerning the future, the future that we may be living in right now. We must know that our faith in Jesus Christ is true and sincere, and that we are not just following Christ in a fleshly way. We need to be indwelled by the Holy Spirit and produce fruit that will last. We need to not listen to the liars that are out there, and there are scads of liars out there who are teaching false doctrine who are being led by deceitful spirits. We need to know that what God has given is good, and we need to receive it by faith gratefully and not misuse it. These are critical things for us today. We need to have our eyes opened. We need to be wise in our thinking and discerning as we seek to be pillars and supports of the truth. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your clear doctrine, your doctrine of truth, your doctrine of life and freedom in Christ. Help us, Father, not to be swayed by false teachers, by doctrines of demons, by deceitful spirits. Help us, Father, to identify hypocritical liars so that we will not follow them. The best thing that we can do is to know the truth, because in knowing the truth, we can discern the lie. If we can see the light, then we will be able to identify the darkness. So, Father, help us to know the truth and help us to embrace it with all of our hearts by faith and to live it with all of our hearts and to gratefully enjoy the things that you have graciously given to us. And, Father, help us to remember the basic things of sanctifying things through your word and through prayer, giving thanks and accepting these things as coming to us from your hand. Father, we love you so much. And we're so thankful for all that you provide us with. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.